gonna be honest, I probably would put this in before Pinocchio. And not, I'm not saying Pinocchio's bad. It's just, it's not rewatchable. If I, if I could hit you with a giant wooden nose right now. Wood. <laughs> Alright, welcome back everyone to another episode of Garage Media. I am once again and always Gunner. This is Sam. And we are back to talk about real movies this real, time. Real, real movies. With real plots and real things that actually happen. I, I mean... <laughs> the last time killed us. Yes. The wartime era killed us mentally, I think. It was tough to get through. It was. I... <sighs> We were pretty we were pretty lenient with some last time and after watching uh the Silver Age era which is what we're talking about today I feel confident in saying that those really aren't great movies. They aren't. But the thing is as you're watching them they're not that bad but then no. you think about just how good Disney can be yeah. and then you realize you know it makes you think back on those movies and it honestly makes me want to lower some of my scores but I probably won't. It'll no, be fine. No, me too, totally. I, Disney is a it, it's at the top for a reason, because they're great movies, mm -hmm. and those just weren't meeting the expectations. Yeah, And it all started, you know, way back here. Yeah. And now they own almost everything, yeah. and it's because of the quality of these movies. Yes. Actually, it's not all because of the quality of these movies, but it's a big part of it. I, before we started talking, you were saying that you felt the Disney magic, and we're just kind of talking about how this, it, this really feels like, to me personally, the beginning of that Disney magic concept you know disney is magic i think that's what this era is to a lot of people yeah because there's so many just complete classics with this one and similar to the golden age people still talk about these movies and have toys of these movies yeah today it's crazy to think about and it just makes me happy me too just still it's still in our minds and not just as tropes or stereotypes mm-hmm yeah, these movies were a big part of my childhood very much, and watching these just really brought me back, and please talk. See, <laughs> please talk. <laughs> well, and see, the funny thing, you saying that, a lot of these weren't my childhood. I may have watched them, but I watched them when I was older, or I just didn't remember them. I didn't watch them a lot. So this was more or less a new experience for me. And I'm glad for you. That's super great. Uh, yeah. Being able to experience these because they're movies that you can always come back to. It doesn't really matter what age you are. Mm -hmm. But these ones really made me miss my childhood. And a lot of tears were shed even in not sad moments just because I missed my childhood. Yeah. Watching these. That's going to be me when we get further along the line. Yeah. So I was a little bit biased with some of my scores. Oh, were you? Yeah. Maybe nostalgia played a really big uh. part in how... And how high my scores are. I think that's inevitable. Ones. But I think that's just kind of how life goes. Especially with these older Disney movies. You either grew up with some or you didn't. Mm -hmm. And even some of the ones that some people would consider underrated. If they grew up with them, they're going to think that they're the best Disney movies. It just depends on what you watched as a kid. That's definitely me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. But one of my favorites is one that no one talks about more or less. Yeah, and same with me. We'll, yeah. So we'll get there. But for now, let's talk about eight movies this is this aside from the Renaissance era the biggest era? I think so. Yep. It's definitely bigger than the next one coming up, the one 
in between this. The, like, that's correct, yes. Um, I think that this modern era may be longer. The modern era? The modern era... Probably, because it's, it's been going on a while. It's been going on a while, and I don't think there's just been any definitive cut-off. So it's just it's literally been anything since, like, right. 2013, maybe? 2012? Exactly. I think Princess there and the Frog and onwards oh, is okay. so the new era. So 2010... Yeah. It was when Princess and the Frog came out, I think. Maybe. So, uh, so yeah. So since then, uh, so no cutoff yet. And unlike this era, this modern era has been releasing more than one movie per year instead of like a movie every two years like that. Correct. Yes. So I bet this isn't the longest, but still, we, we get to talk about eight movies, so that's going to be fun to do. Yeah. Eight movies that are actually movies. Exactly. <laughs> and not whatever the heck happened last time. Not Heaven's Closed. <laughs> not the court system is <laughs> not the yeah jesus christ wow those movies were wild. they were a trip but we're not here for those movies nope they hurt us but we gotta move forward sam yes let's talk about fathers dying okay so cinderella <laughs> woof yes all right cinderella so yes that's how we start off this era with the death of a pretty nice father. Actually, we start off this era like how we start off every era. With a book. With a freaking book. <laughs> with opening. a book. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. But I I like the voices and I like the narration at the beginning of this one. So it kind of swayed. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Plus, this one's based on a book. So it's kind of like, hmm, I can accept that. If I'm not mistaken, every opening book we've had beforehand was literally just you had to read it. Right. So... Thank you. It was nice to have the narration. I don't want to read my movies. I really feel bad for Cinderella's dad to start this one. Yeah. He was such a nice guy. He was so nice. Then he gets freaking annihilated and the movie starts. Yeah. Um, so, I, I'll i just get this out of the way. I like a, quite a lot of things about this movie. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I used As a kid, I used to think it was one of the slower ones. So this isn't one of the ones that I watched all the time as a kid. Mm -hmm. But now I can look back on it and think, wow, this is just really good. And having read the book for college a couple years ago really made me appreciate everything that they did to this one to Disneyfy it. Disney, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Because the, the animals are cute. Yes. <laughs> like we get those birds at the beginning. Um, we'll talk about my favorite characters here in a bit. Okay. Uh, I like that opening scene where she's singing and the birds are helping her get ready. That's that's a really good scene. It's a great way to open this character. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very reminiscent of Snow White, but yet still uh, distinct. Yes, I exactly. We'll get we'll get to a movie that's similar to Snow White later. In, <laughs> in my yes. opinion, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but yeah, again, um, I hate to bring this up every time, but the colors and animation are great. Oh, amazing! I, I really hate bringing that up every single time. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about what makes this movie a masterpiece. The mice. The mice. The, yes. I was hoping that's where you were going to go with that. The mice are the best part of this whole movie. Best part of the movie. Amazing. One of the best parts of Disney ever. I love it. I love the mice. What a group of individuals. Literally. Literally one of my favorite parts in, of all of Disney is everything to do with these mice. It's literally, I, I, there's not much to it. It's not complex. They're just cute and fun. Exactly, and they, they have such funny dialogue. They, and they have, they're really good characters, too. I, exactly. Personality. There's person lots yeah. of personality. Yeah. Uh, I love their, 
there's like a whole quarter of the movie devoted to them versus Lucifer, and it's which that glorious. cat that oh, cat by is the way, Lucifer's a cat, not the devil. Lu- not the devil. I yeah, mean, kind of the devil. Might as well be because he's literally just evil. He's the worst. He's, he's the worst cat ever. He's he's almost the worst character up there. Exactly. So that's why I, I feel like there's like ten minutes of this movie that where Cinderella's not even in it. Yeah, and I'm still enjoying myself the entire time. Right. Uh, yeah, I love how it's just devoted to the mice versus the cat, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like the. I'll be honest. I think the mice are the highlights of this movie for me. They are. They're exactly the yeah. highlights for me. I would watch a movie just with these little little idiots. I love them. I really would. Gus is the best. Gus is. Oh, I love Gus. Gus has my heart. Love that guy. He can't pronounce anything. No. And some of the best parts of this movie were. He's trying to convince the humans that it was Cinderella, and the other mice is, like, shutting his mouth. He's like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So much of this is so hilarious. And I don't know what it is. If those voices were attached to almost any other set of animals, it would have been obnoxious. It's so perfect for them, But though. they're mice. Yeah. It's cute. I do want to say, though, um, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. I think it's animal abuse that they're turned into horses and are forced to carry Cinderella around in a pumpkin. Can, can we wait on that? Yes. Okay. Let's I just, wait on that. Okay. Thanks for bringing it up, but we'll we'll get there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's go somewhat in chronological order. Yes. Uh, not that you did anything wrong. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offended. First, let's talk about the antagonists. Yes. Let's talk about the stepsisters and the stepmother. Yes. Really uh, annoying, but kind of compelling. More the stepmother than the stepsisters. The stepsisters are annoying. The stepmother is compelling. Right. They're just kind of followers. Yeah. I wish that there was a little more to them. So that's kind of one negative that I have. I wish that there was more to them. Because they're like, they're literally, uh, they're they're mean in the most obnoxiously mean way you can make them. Exactly. There's nothing, it's to a point where I don't even care that they're there. They're just, yeah, they're obnoxious. Where the stepmother is at least, she's cool. She's chill. Mm-hmm. She's very um what's the word? Conniving? Yes. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. And they're just kind of following they're taking it kind of in a different direction. Yeah. Which I don't know. I know it's iconic. I know because like, if you've read the book, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of how they are in the book too? They're, they're, they're literally just mean as mean can be. Yeah. They're darker in the book. Everything's darker. Everything, the book. yeah, yeah. But yes, pretty much the same thing. Uh more characters that I like. I like the king. He yes. just, he literally just wants a family. He's yes. the nicest dude. It's so it's adorable. I forget the guy's name, but I like the guy with the monocle too. Uh, I forget his name too, yeah. but yeah. He, he's a pretty cool character. He's done with the king just trying to start a family, but he's worried his head's going to be cut off. Yep. <laughs> it, yeah, really I like those characters. And oddly enough, I actually really like the prince. I like the prince quite a bit yeah. too. Yeah. Definitely not boring like in Snow White. No. Yeah, yeah. That provides nothing. Yeah, exactly. This prince actually has a little bit of character to him, so that's good. Right. Um, so I want to talk about one of my favorite scenes visually, which is the scene where she's cleaning and she's in all of the bubbles. Yes. That scene is so good. But stupid Lucifer and his prince. Lucifer. <laughs> Sorry. That made me mad. No, no, no. This movie is infuriating for Cinderella. Right. Because she just... Cinderella is so chill. She's literally just 
She's okay with all of it, and she's just cleaning. She is! Which leads us to where where the plot actually kicks in. She has to do all of this so she can go to the dance. Yeah. She has to clean and do all these chores. If she does that, she can go. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of when the plot kicks up. But mm-hmm. seriously, though, I feel bad. So bad for her. She's literally... Uh, she's abused in the worst way. Literally, the worst way. Yeah. Do you agree that... This movie is really devoted to making us feel certain emotions for her as a character. Yeah. And that's quite uh, quite possibly one of the most, not mature, I don't know the word, but things that Disney has done. Oddly deep. Princesses. Yes. Oddly deep, yeah. She's not just automatically a, this famous princess that knows that she's a princess. Or her problems aren't something... Um, fantastical right like let's go save my uh ice sister exactly yeah she's not just brought automatically into that she doesn't automatically have rich girl problems her in future disney movies yeah just trying to clean and she's doing everything she can and she's such a nice character that these evil characters take advantage of her niceness really she really just wants one good night you know she just wants a good night all she wants i don't even think that she's super socially involved but she just wants to go to the dance just to have fun for once well and if i recall correctly she doesn't even know that it's a dance to find the prince um a, a bride no she, just she doesn't wants... the two stepsisters do she doesn't she just wants to go to the ball and have fun exactly she literally falls into the dance floor on accident because she's just walking around looking yeah exactly she's just wandering around she finds him we'll get there we'll get there yeah 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 so She's making her dress and people are mean. And so let's get to, let's go ahead and talk to when the fairy, when the fairy godmother shows up, which is where the real Disney magic shows up to me. That brings up a lot of continuity issues in my head as well. Uh, Because certain things can turn into certain things, but then when they turn back, some things turn back to what they were and some things don't like slippers, but we'll get there. But yep, there it is. The classic so, one. Uh, but honestly, this is the definition of Disney magic. When she shows up, sings bippity-boppity-boo. Yep, exactly. That's kind of what I think of when I think of Disney magic. Exactly. Bippity-boppity-boo. Yeah. It's such. It's just such a great scene. And from this moment on, this movie's super entertaining. Yeah. Like, the first half is really good. I love the mice. The second half, like, when the story kicks in, it starts to get really good. Because you, you're rooting for Cinderella the whole time. In everything. Both exactly. her going and having fun to getting out before she's caught, and then when she is essentially hidden and punished. You know, you're rooting for her the whole time just for her to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's nice that you get that moment. I mean, obviously we knew that that moment was going to come where oh. we knew she was going to be happy. But it's still nice. Yeah. It's just so nice to see. And those poor animals that had to carry her all the way to the castle and ru- and sprint with her back until they're turned back into animals. Yeah. I'm calling animal abuse just a little bit, but, you know, it's fine. It is. <laughs> what it is. I mean, at least I love the dog, and the dog gets to be turned into the mm, yeah. a human. Yeah. Yeah. Good for the dog. What's it? What do you think it's like to be a dog and then just turn into a human? Like, I want to see the shaggy dog, but reverse. He probably needs dog therapy. Probably. Probably. Yeah. The dress is iconic, though. Let's talk about the dress. Yes, absolutely. Love that dress. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about the dance. It's great. The what? 
the dance itself, her dancing with the prince. Yes. Really great stuff. This is, I keep on meaning to look it up, but nothing, like, straight up says it. Either this is some of, like, this proof, like, Disney animation is far superior than I thought it was, or this is rotoscope. I don't think it's rotoscope, though. Nothing claims that it is. I don't think it is. But that just blows my mind. It's so fluid. I know. It's so human-like. It's crazy good. All of it. And you're right. It, I can't believe that it looks like that. Yeah. That's such great stuff. I wonder how much of it... Never mind. Uh, that's going off topic a little bit. But this dance is just so great to look at. It, it is. It should be a boring scene. And it's not at all. It's just so well done. Uh, I don't quite know how the sisters don't recognize her. Mm, yeah. But that, again, that's a small nitpick. Also, I think she didn't know it was the prince, but I still think that he would have loved her anyway, even when she turned back into looking like that. I think he would have. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to the continuity error where... Somehow the slippers don't disappear. Don't disappear, yeah, even though everything else did. Literally, the thing driving the whole end of this movie is a continuity error. And yeah. it frustrates me. But so much of the movie I enjoy, so it's hard to get too mad at it. Maybe it's because she wasn't around it when it changed? When it struck midnight? But she had the other one, because the first one breaks. Yeah, but doesn't she? She has it, though, doesn't she? Wait. Oh, no, 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 you're right. I get what you're saying. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh. Why oh, yeah. There's not disappear. It's literally that, just a flawed system. That's what, Yeah. Yeah. Which? What do you? <laughs> anyway, what do you do? We're getting way too smart about a kids' movie. <laughs> about a fairy tale. This. I hate that this movie reminds me of when Woody goes, "If the shoe fits." <laughs> if. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I know about? exactly what you're talking about. God, Toy Story is so good. If the boot fits. <laughs> but it's Disney calling out Disney, so it's good that it reminds me. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on how the movie wraps up with the, sh with the slipper and all of that? I mean, yeah, it's a continuity error. Um, I don't think it bothers me all that much, just because it is overall a kid's movie. It's a f and based on a fairy tale, nonetheless, you know. Exactly. I don't necessarily need an explanation, but at the same time, yeah. Right, there's no really easy way around it. No. Uh, speaking of how the movie wraps up, uh, I, I get so frustrated when they lock her in the closet. <sighs> yeah. I get so frustrated. So mad. I don't understand, this is where I start to not understand the motivations of the stepmother. Because she knows, she knows who it is. Once she starts running up the stairs to get ready. Yeah, yeah. So wouldn't it bring her just as much fame if Cinderella got with him? I think it's... It's not really about fame. It's about her being, like, proud of her stuff, of her daughters. No, she does not like Cinderella, though. She's jealous True. of Cinderella. True, but I yes. think... Yeah, okay. So it's just jealousy. Yeah, that's what I, I interpreted it, at least. Because doesn't it straight up say that? That she was jealous of Cinderella's beauty, yes. so she kind of... Yeah, it says that at the beginning, I'm yeah. pretty sure. But, again, but then we get a great scene where the two great mice steal the key and go all the way up the stairs, and Gus is just so tired. God, <laughs> I love when Gus looks up the sprawl staircase and he just kind of dies. <laughs> <laughs> he just passes out. He just... Which, man, same. Exactly. He pre-knows how it's gonna feel. 
I would have passed out, and I'm a full... I'm a human. Exactly. Bruno! That's the name of the dog. Okay. Bruno, Bruno, that's I right. I think of the name of the dog. But then we get the good ending. The, the literal fairy tale ending. Right. The boot fits. <laughs> and then she gets married. And they lived happily ever after. Yeah. Let's move on to some trippy stuff. Yes. Yes. Ooh, good. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Alice in Wonderland. Okay. We're going to talk. Oh, uh, we forgot to see our score. What's that? Oh, what's your score? Are we scoring it right now? Yes. I gave it a 90 out of 100. Oh, perfect. That's almost exactly what I gave it. 91. And 87. 87. Oh, okay. Really? So, so almost. So rounded up to a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great movie. Love Cinderella. Right. Let's talk about um taking acid real quick first time watching alice in wonderland for you mm-hmm. oh awesome yes sir. To hear. uh what are your general thoughts so without going too big into the plot what are your general thoughts okay well genuinely the biggest thing that i thought of was i understand why this movie is associated with uh psychedelic drugs mm-hmm. i understand I mean, it now it's hard not to see yeah um thoughts on the quality <laughs> good movie um the biggest thing for me was Alice in Wonderland has a lot of things that we all know about. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it straight away, straight away from that stuff, I just was kind of like waiting for it to come. Right. So I think specifically the the segment, again, not to get too deep into it, the segment was like the walrus mm-hmm. eating the clams. I just was kind of like, man, we'll get there. But yes, where where where's where's the Mad Hatter? I want the Mad Hatter. So. There's parts where it dragged, but that was because of expectation. Nothing wrong with the film, per se. Got it. Yeah. Completely understand that. I've seen this movie a trillion times, so... Right. Opposite of you. Uh, Alice is a little bit stubborn. Uh, stubborn. Yes. But very realistic. That is very much how kids act. For the most part. She's way too brave, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. And also way too smart. Way too smart and brave. Because isn't she like eight? How old is she? She's like eight, eleven. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere between 8 and 11. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I I like her. I like the cat and how she's just, like, explaining philosophical things and the cat looks so confused. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's a cute cat. I had to bring it up. Are you talking about the in in a world of my own, like, you could talk to cats and stuff like that? Yeah. And the the cat's just like, huh? I had to bring up that scene because I like it. Yeah, I love that scene. So, quick segue. I was in a play called Alice in Wonderland. I was in Alice in Wonderland. As what? And I played the caterpillar. Nice! Yep, I was a seven-year-old and I played someone smoking. I made a note about that. So, a a caterpillar smoking straight out of, like, I don't think it's a bong, technically, but... It is. Oh, is it? Okay. That's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why does that not warrant uh, um, one of the Walt Disney warnings at the beginning? Because it doesn't have to... um, it doesn't look it's like not it's... relative to the times. That's all I'll say without getting too into detail. Mm, okay. Yeah. But yes, so I was a seven-year-old, and I played the caterpillar, and I loved it. So I, I just had to throw in that quick segue. I my, love that. My connection, one of my connections to this movie. Um, this movie's whack. <laughs> movie's really whack. Uh, it's just so random. <laughs> it's There's at, not much else to say about it's it. It's literally random. It's, it's definitely... If a bunch of people thought they knew what taking LSD was like. And turned it into a kid's movie. Which is funny, because it's taken straight from a book 
by a guy who actually took LSD. Right, and I've read the book too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good book. And the book is, this is more accurate to the book than Cinderella is to the Cinderella book. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why that feels that way to me, but to, it just, I don't know. No, I, I agree. Hello, fellow kids, is kind of what I get from this. That's creepy. But yes. <laughs> Not what I meant, but yes. <laughs> no, I knew what you meant. Yeah, it's very trippy throughout. Uh, when she's falling, it's a scene that I really like the visuals. Yes. Uh, but the visuals throughout are just spectacular and yeah. powerful. One of my favorite parts of Disney is just the visuals in this movie. Uh, the growing and shrinking scene, mm-hmm. trying to get through the door, is super iconic. Oh, yeah. Uh, her and the doorknob have great banter, which is not a f- sentence I thought I'd say. <laughs> her and the doorknob have great banter. Yeah. But they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, it just transitions well, all of the scenes. It kind of plays out like an anthology film. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, a lot of it. But <laughs> it transitions really well, and like you can see her thought process through it all. Yeah, definitely. Um well, I love how all this crazy stuff is happening to her, and she, she's talking to a doorknob. She runs into the most evil-looking cat ever, um, and stuff like that. And she's like, man, where'd that rabbit go? Where'd the rabbit go, man? I want to see the rabbit. I just grew into a house, but a rabbit ran away. Where'd that rabbit it. go? What time is it? He's late. <laughs> what? Speaking of characters, uh, one of my negatives of this movie is... Tweedledee and Tweedledum yeah. are not my favorite. Nope. The story goes on way too long, like you said. Yep. There's not really much point. I see what they're implying. They're trying to, like, s- not scare her, but they're giving... Um, it's it's kind of like a metaphor for what she's about to go through. Yes. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I can see what they were implying. Um, they're dumb, so she leaves. <laughs> That's about yep. it. Yeah, yeah. And I like you already brought it up. It's just kind of a random scene. It's it's definitely my least favorite part of the whole movie. Me too. It doesn't feel like the rest of the movie. No. And it, why does it go on forever? It, again, probably just like adaptation, trying to adapt the the book, right? Which I feel sidelines it sometimes in these older Disney movies. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you got to do what you can to adapt it to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. Yeah. You have an hour and 18 minutes to tell the story. Right. You got to include what you can, I guess. But it still felt a little pointless. Mm-hmm. So that's a negative. Um, let's, well, who's your favorite character? Let's Who? go there. Because she runs into so many characters. Literally everyone from the tea party. Got it. My dudes are partying to party. Even when there's more animal abuse with the small animal, with the small mouse. With the mouse. No, not the small mouse. It's a... It's a mouse. Oh, it's a mouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a mouse. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. You agree with me? Yeah, it is, but... But no, I love those characters. My... my, Alice asks, why are you guys partying? They're like, well, why are we partying? Oh, I got an idea. And then they make something up. Got it. It's so funny to me. That is really funny. Uh, When I was little, I got this the rabbit in this mixed up with the rabbit that was late because there's two rabbits. Yeah. I feel, so, yeah. So when I was little, I got them mixed up, but I love the nervous rabbit. Cause I can relate to him. I was just nervous to get anywhere. <laughs> and who wouldn't be nervous when the place you have to go to is the queen. I, I think oh. my, <laughs> go ahead. I think my favorite part is, uh, 
I don't remember who even looks at his watch, but someone's just like, oh, yeah, your watch is two days late. And he's like, what? And he just gets so nervous. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> also, um, the dodo bird. Um, my guy just wants to catch stuff on fire. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Say that again? Um, the dodo bird character. Oh, yes. Yeah. He just wants to catch stuff on fire. So random. E even when the late rabbit runs away, it's like, okay, never mind, forget about it. He's still over here trying to make a fire. Exactly. That's just, There's so much randomness in this movie. We're, we're trying to keep in chronological order, and so much madness has happened that I lost our chronological order. Me too. So, so let's talk about the creepy flowers, I guess. Ooh, very good. Yes, yes. Because um, I don't know when that happens, but I was just looking at my notes, and I wrote this, a lot about the flowers, apparently. Um, I wrote one thing about the flowers. I wrote uh, plant racism, because they start just, they look at her, she's like, she's a, I think she's a weed. I'm like, what are we doing here? What? Exactly. And they're creepy. They're very they creepy. They look so creepy, and they say not the best things. No. Like, it's... They, they get mean, honestly. And you're right. There is plant racism. Yeah. I didn't even think about them. Just <laughs> yeah. Said it. That's all I wrote for them. I also put the music isn't my favorite. Which, I like, their musical piece wasn't my favorite, but... No, yes. I knew, I knew what you were saying. Yeah. That, uh, kind of boring. Yeah. Not boring, but... <sighs> that doesn't live up to some of the other things in this movie. Plus, this isn't really a musical, so it kind of felt out of out place. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we get me. We get the caterpillar. Is that next in line? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I get, <laughs> this guy's a jerk. So mean. <laughs> Did you have to play a jerk? No, but I do remember just like in this movie saying, who are you 5,000 times? Who are you? I, didn't, I was seven, so I was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Is there footage of this? Yes. I have a DVD at my house. Oh my god, Yes. <laughs> Not to get too off topic, but I was in lots of plays. Uh, I also played Thing One in a Dr. Seuss musical. Oh, that's sick. A doctor? Yeah, a Dr. Seuss musical where there's all of the characters. It's got the cat in the hat, the lorics. It's got a whole bunch of Dr. Seuss characters, and I played Thing One. That's sick. I know. Who was, was your thing, too? His name was Will, and we we're still friends on Facebook. Oh, nice. <laughs> and we were eight, so we're still friends on Facebook. Shout out to Will. Will, if you're not listening, but it's okay. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying life. <laughs> Let's get back to the caterpillar. <laughs> Anyways, the caterpillar is just a jerk. Yep. He's literally the definition of, like, a stuck-up mean philosopher. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's And she gets rightfully angry. But we get some of her best dialogue when she says she doesn't know who she is because she's changed so much since she's been here. And that's just great stuff. That's really cool stuff to think about. Yeah. Like, I don't know who I am. I I got here and I've been on LSD for 20 minutes. I, mean, I might have changed. I might have. <laughs> well, and the thing is, there's an... You get so lost in this movie. There is a message. Like, it's all about... She's like... She's... Like, just... Curiosity killed the cat is essentially, like, the message of this. And she grows up throughout it. Exactly. At least curiosity is what killed the cat is what I got from it. There might also be other things like... No, you're right. Okay. You're, you're completely right with that. That is exactly uh, very much a focal point of the book as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're completely right with that. Um, she doesn't just get to straight up... Like the caterpillar. The caterpillar just straight up metamorphosizes and turns into a butterfly and flies away. Yeah. I think you need to be a cocoon first, but it's a cartoon. Whatever. Um. Yeah, yes. Anyway, 
she has to go through this whole process and grow up and be on trial. I'm getting a little bit off topic. But when when we talk about the ending, I'll talk about her more okay. as a character. Okay, yes, it does. Um, Caterpillar's a jerk. I love Cheshire Cat. Me too. I wrote three pluses, which means three positives. I wrote possibly one of the best scenes of any early Disney film is the one where she first meets the cat. Absolutely. Because he's just... He's creepy. He's so creepy. But in, like, the best, like, cartoony kids way possible. Exactly. And it's just so... You don't want to take your eyes off of the screen. No. It's so great. He's so captivating and mysterious. Captivating. That's a great word for him. He's well, so captivating. What's his name? Who's the new guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we already talked about the tea party. Yes. So I would love to think who saw this scene and thought, yes, Johnny Depp. And let's make him the main character. I really want to look into that. I want to look in, how has the Mad Hatter become, like, the cool, um, suave character? I don't know. Because we need a romantic interest in all things? I don't know. I want to look into it. Maybe someday we'll talk about the live-action movies. Yeah. Because, seriously, if you were looking at this character in this cartoon movie, would you think, mm, yes, Johnny Depp? <laughs> no. Exactly. No, no. It's just so random. If I were to think of anyone, I'd think Danny Trejo. Mm. That may be even more random, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. So she's more brave than me because she then she answers the forest, I'm pretty sure. Mm, yes. Which is where she really learns her lesson. When she's lost and she realizes more of who she is. Yeah. Is when she's lost in the woods. Mm -hmm. Really great scene, in my opinion. But again, she's way more brave than me. I wouldn't have gone to that forest. No, absolutely not. No. Then the cat saves the day in a little DSX machina type way. But it's okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's this movie. If it was any other movie, I would write it as a negative. Anything can happen in this movie. Literally. This is a literal fever dream. Yeah. Like, actually a fever dream. Yes. It's her fever dream. But yes, we'll get there. Which, we'll get there. Okay, never mind. Yes, yeah. I'll explain it at the end. Um, so I think next we are at the courtyard, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we. Uh, they're painting the roses. Yes. That's where, that's where we are next. And my goodness, the queen is the worst. The worst. But these last 20 minutes are the best 20 minutes of the movie. I would agree. But she's the literal worst. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, not even a good character. Like, I would count that as something against this movie. Yeah. No motivation at all. Just bad for the sake of bad. I like the king. Yeah. The king's, king's pretty, cool. The king's pretty okay. Yeah, yeah. But she's a little bit annoying. Yeah. And I like the cards. It's a cool little visual. The cards are cool. It's a cool visual. And when they're painting the the white roses red, red. it reminds me of like, I don't know, like American Horror Story or something like that. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I just love that visual. You're thinking of the of the poster, aren't you? Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Anyway. Yes. I like that visual. Yeah. No, and I just... it. It's funny that the last 20 minutes are the best part, but at the same time, it's motivated by the queen, who is, like, the worst part. Exactly. It's a big mix of emotions. Yeah. Kind of. It's... It's the darkest part. Not, uh, yeah, probably the darkest part. You know, in a children's movie, threatening to cut off people's heads. Yeah. That's what it is. My favorite part of the whole last bit of it was when she grows, and she just basically starts, like, yelling down with the monarchy, you know? Mm-hmm. 
That's great stuff. Loved it. Really good stuff. And you're right. That's a really good scene. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the ending. Um. Okay. As someone who had never seen this movie before, um, I didn't know it was actually just a dream. Oh, you didn't? No. Cool. I always thought the thing was up for interpretation, but I watched it and I was like, no, that was definitely just a dream. No. Yeah, they straight up explain it. It yeah, was yeah. a dream to yeah. her. Which, yeah, she's on something to have dreams like that. Definitely a fever dream. But, um, I, th- that's all I had to say about the ending, really, was I was, sh- like, shocked by the dream. I like the ending. I do, I too. Like quite a bit. It just shows that kids are imaginative, they're curious, they can think of crazy things. Yeah. And she got to learn something. Correct, right. She learned something, she... <sighs> to be honest, we can all relate, we can all be bored if we're just listening to boring stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is it her mom? I always thought I thought it was her sister. I always took it as someone an older is sister. someone yeah. is reading something boring to her, so we can all just kind of relate. And I, I'll just sleep and dream about queens animal abusing flamingos. <laughs> yeah, animal abusing of flamingos. But yeah, again, there's not much story, like story story with this one. I mean, no, it's it's most of it. It's get the rabbit, and then it's. Well, then it just ends. Because she just finds herself in the predicament, and she, I guess, get out? Yeah. And she does. So yeah, there's not much plot, but the point of this isn't about plot. It's about visuals, imagery, and lesson. Exactly. There's colorful characters and visuals, and it makes it a great time for me. Yeah, me me too. And I like this better than Cinderella, which may come as a shock to you. Right, right. Yeah. This is a 90 for me. An exactly 90 out of 100. So I put this as 89. You turd, we could have tied. <laughs> you t- <laughs> <laughs> no, this is really great. So you like Cinderella barely more so far. Barely more, yeah, yeah. Again. I th- it genuinely oh like boy, those wall that walrus scene literally just drags for me. Got it, yeah. Yep, that put it below for you. And I'm not gonna argue with that. Ever. I yeah. Aside from that, near perfect movie. I'm- it would have been ninety if it probably would have been above Cinderella if not for that one scene. Got it. Yeah. See? And I can easily respect that for you. Next up, we have Peter Pan. Peter Pan, which, um, um, this was not an old story beforehand to the point where the original author gave the rights over to Walt Disney to, oh, cool. to create this adaptation. I believe it was basically, I, I think he did it so that he could, um, donate his, like, royalties or the money that he earned or something like that I think I've heard this. to the hospital that he often read Peter Pan to. That is awesome. Which is awesome. Yes. Uh, is this one you grew up with or one you haven't visited or what? One I hadn't visited in a while. Got yes. It. This is another one I saw a trillion times as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's start off with things I like in somewhat chronological order. I didn't write much for this one. Me neither. Uh, just because I've seen it so many times. I like the Darling family. I think it's a really good and compelling family. Yeah. Almost every, almost every single character learns something, I think. Yeah, yeah. Even the dad. Yeah, especially the dad. Yeah, yeah. I think they all learn something, so that's really great. Yeah. Um, I really like John and Michael, especially. Yeah. It's so fun. I, yeah. Which one is the older brother? I'm sorry. It's... Uh... My, uh, one of them. One of the, darn it, I forgot. The yeah, older brother. I think brother. Michael's the older one, I think. That's what I feel, too. Yeah. Um, I like, like, the older brother the, a lot. 
Me too. Uh, again, I can relate to this movie because I don't want to grow up either. No, absolutely not. This one's definitely got lots of Disney magic. I like mm-hmm. to say that with movies with actual magic in it. It's hard not to. Well, and I think it really captures that feeling the most, too. Exactly. Well, one of, yeah, one of the ones that captures it the most, too. It's really great stuff. Yeah. This is the best adventure one so far. Oh, absolutely. Maybe even... Oh, okay. There's a lot of good adventure Disney movies, but this is the first one where it's like they're going on a real adventure. Yeah. It's not a dream. They're going to do this thing, mm-hmm. and you can see the animation keep improving with movie to movie yeah especially in this one where they're flying i mean compare that to snow white and you can just see how far they've come it's oh really yeah great stuff in about what in about a little over 20 years yeah yeah it's great to see you can just see them trying harder and harder on the note of animation um the introduction to peter pan oh my goodness where he's silhouetted by the moon and tinkerbell flies by and illuminates his face oh my goodness that's amazing so that great. was so cool. That's is, one of those iconic Disney moments, you know, where I whoa. talked about in Dumbo, where it's like an iconic moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those. And I'm glad you brought it up because I wasn't even going to bring it up. That is such a good moment. So great. Peter is okay. Peter is a little turd. Uh, he grows on me. Yeah. He grows on me. He, I, it's hard to like him at first, I think. I think he grows on me because he grows a little bit himself. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot, but. Exactly. He does grow a little bit. Uh, he has to go through quite a bit he li- in this movie. One of the first things you hear him say is, man, girls talk too much. Yeah, which he's slightly mean-spirited. He is. It's okay. But he's a kid. Exactly. He, yeah. He's a literal kid that's been a kid for a while. Yeah. Um, so then we get the scene where they're flying, you know, second star to the left and straight on to morning. All mm-hmm. that stuff's just iconic. And yeah. Great. Um, so what do you think about Neverland as a setting? As a setting? I mean, hmm. I don't know. I it's definitely not like if I were to make a list of the top ten greatest fantasy settings of all time, I don't think I'd pick Neverland personally. No, me neither. For if you're talking about all time, but I think for especially this era, it's really cool to see these Ooh. kids explore this world. Yeah, full of pirates and mischievous beings and pirate ships and caves and mermaids. It's really cool to see to me. What was the year of this movie? 1953. How many, like, action-adventure fantasy movies were coming out back then? Few, Animated but definitely some. I mean, because I'm guessing this is probably one of the most fantastic fantasy movies that was coming out at that time. I'm sure it was. So, I'm sure it was amazing to go watch this movie when it came out. I don't doubt it. Yeah. And that's why it's just... This one has stuck with a lot of people, I think. I think so, Yeah. It's just really great to see the pirates. They're fun to watch. I love Captain Hook. I love Smee and Hook. Yeah, yeah. They're both great. Amazing. They're both so well voice acted. Did you know that Hook is their father, too? Who's, whose father? The darling father. Wait, Hook is... The voice oh. actor Hook is the voice actor. Oh, no, no, no. I did not know father. that. Yeah. Oh, I thought okay. that was a cool little... Ooh, oddly fact. symbolic. And I know. Coincidental, but oddly symbolic. And they're almost drawn the same, too. They you. are, yeah. So. Maybe it was intentional. Yeah. I'm sure it was, now that I think about it. But anyway, I thought that was a cool little thing. I yeah. love Smee and Hook. Hook's iconic as heck. Yes. Everyone knows who Captain Hook is. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The pirates are great. They the, have yeah. good banter. I like good banter in these Disney movies. It's a little violent for a kid's movie, but I, it's okay. 
I did put, okay, um, derailing a little bit, I put, Peter Pan would be so screwed if Captain Hook was even a little bit smarter. Right. And I said that in reference to when Peter Pan is hiding behind a rock, Captain Hook goes around it to catch him, and Peter Pan just goes around the other side and gets away. I know exactly what <laughs> and I, I I like that scene a lot, though. But I do, too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's... Again, I don't want to talk too much about negatives yet, so let's not talk about uh, one of the things quite yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I love the scene in the cave. It's great. I love when he's impersonating Captain Hook. I yeah. think that's super iconic. Which is just the epitome of just, like, high like high fantasy, children's fantasy. Exactly. Just stuff happens. It's great. I it's love that stuff. It's super entertaining to see. I love sword fights. Yes. In any movie. I'm a big... I'd probably sword fight over gunfight person to watch. 100%. Yeah. So I just love the sword fights in this movie. Peter Pan really needs to get a sword, though. He needs to stop fighting with a dagger. He brought a knife to a sword fight, literally. He, he really did, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, do you want to talk about some of the race implications in this one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought so. This is, yeah, definitely, probably... Un very unfortunately, this is one of the worst offenders of it, um, in the way that it depicts native people. Um, Very much so. In literal depiction and in song, in the way that they're addressed. Um, it's unfortunate. It's not good. It never was good. It, it, they literally comment on the color of their skin. Yes. It. It, yeah, and they call them a term that is really um, offensive. Um, and just want to be violent to them as soon as they get to Neverland. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the way they um, portray the, the Native Americans within this show is really stereotypical. Very stereotypical. And, okay, we don't need to get too much into it. Yeah. Just, because I want to focus on what I like about this movie, and I really don't like that. No, no, no. That definitely was the worst part of this movie for me. But yeah. it's got to be addressed. It can't be, you know, it lost can't over. Be ignored. Yeah. Uh, so uh, once again, racism is not good, and it never has been. Yes. I don't. I don't think we need needed to include that because everyone knows that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Except for apparently Disney back in the day. But it's okay. That's okay. Uh, because we've learned. We're in the future. We're in the future. Yes. Yes. Uh, but no, seriously. On a serious note, without joking about it, that it's never good to see that kind of stuff in movies. No. Uh, so let's let's move on to something negative that doesn't have to do with that. Yeah, I hate Tinkerbell. You hate Tinkerbell. I hate Tinkerbell, but I hate her because I know I'm supposed to hate her at first. Exactly. She's a great character. No, she is. I love her, but I hate her. I hate Tinkerbell. She's literally just driven by jealousy. Exactly. And the Tinkerbell in, like, the new animated Tinkerbell movies is so different than this Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell in this movie is driven by rage and jealousy. She is literally person too angry to die. Exactly. But A little bit dramatic, but it's okay. So, uh, I always, I liked, so one scene I do like about when they're with the natives is when Wendy's telling the stories and she's telling the stories to uh, all of the Lost Boys. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. I yeah. like that. And then the final battle is just cool to see. Final battle is fun, yes. It's very fun. Uh, it's iconic to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I like it when the ship flies. I think that's just like... 
Disney magic. Right that's now. again iconic. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, the crocodile's great. I I'm just love. I'm just straight up bringing up things I like about the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't. I should have wrote more, but it's okay. I uh, I really like the way they did this. I had to look it up because I was curious. Like, why does the crocodile tick? I never knew that. Um, it ate a clock. Yeah, it, it doesn't explain the. Does it explain that in the movie? <laughs> oh, does it explain it? Okay, yeah. I know it shows it, but at the it's end. Uh, said through dialogue before that. Mm, I'm okay. pretty sure. I don't know when it is though, because I don't recall hearing that. But then what we were shown was the clock accidentally launch out of the crocodile and Hook throws it back into the crocodile. Yes. Um, which I thought was a really cool way to show that without telling, but maybe you know, apparently it was told. I think so. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was told. Still cool nonetheless. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's just super imaginative. Like, what if we had a crocodile that ticked t- t- his hand? Yeah. Which, it, it's real. It's genuinely kind of n- unnerving. So, uh, You yeah. hear the clicking, and you're just like, oh, there he is. I wonder if John Williams got inspiration from this to do the Jaws theme. Maybe, actually. That was just such a random thought. I wouldn't... I wouldn't be surprised. No, this movie is... It's great. It's it's magical to the core. Mm -hmm. I think... Yeah. I like that the father learns at the end. That's great stuff. I love the implication that he's seen it before. Which I don't know if it's literally he's gone to Neverland, or as a kid he's imagined it. Right. He sees the cloud and he's like, that looks familiar. Yeah. That's just so sweet to me. It's so good. I'd like to think that he went on the same adventure that his sons and daughter... I would like Why to not? believe the same thing. But when he grew up, he started to forget about it. Well, I mean, that makes sense with uh, the sequel. Yes, it would. Which we will get to when we watch all those sequels. Yes, we will. Yes. I'm so excited for that, honestly. Me too. So this would be my favorite if it wasn't for the not-so-great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So of the three we've said, I like this about even. With Cinderella, but I did give it an eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. I liked it even with Cinderella as well too. I, I, um, I gave it a ninety. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just they both have such great magical stuff. Yeah. The only reason I give this one more uh, is because of nostalgia. I watched it more as a kid. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So, and the reason this definitely would have been higher than Cinderella if it wasn't for all of that. Definitely. Yeah it would easily be ahead for me. And oh, so I'm glad you're with me on that. Yes. Um, we're at 50 minutes. Let's take a break. Okay. Um, no, let's talk about the next one first. Then we'll take a break since we'll be halfway through after that. Sounds good. Okay. Since there's eight of them. We'll talk about four. Okay. So sorry. I randomly said, let's take a break. Let's talk about lady and the tramp. Actually. All right. Dogs, animals in Disney movies that actually look really good. Aside from Bambi. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. they look great. Yeah. They look... And I guess Dumbo. Um, you can easily tell what kind of dogs they are. Yes. This is probably my favorite voice cast. No, this is easily my favorite voice cast of any of these Ooh. movies we'll talk about. Yes. Every dog is perfectly cast. Uh, they play their roles so well to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, like... I don't, I, I don't know why I'm stuck on the voices. I love the voices. Well, and... It matches them so... Like, I think this was really the first time that they tried to match a voice to the type of dog. Yep, to the type and look of the dog. Yeah, yeah, because Jock, uh, um, 
what are those called? Like Scottish Terriers? Is mm-hmm. that what they're called? Yeah. Scottish, of course. Exactly. You know? Um, whatever breed lady is, I forget what kind of breed she is, is more of a show dog. Mm-hmm. She's, so she's made, you know, more, I don't want to say ladylike, but that's what they were going for back then. More, yeah. I don't want to say pompous either, because pompous is negative. I know what you mean. Yeah, okay. We're on the same page. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did really great with that. Mm-hmm. Now, this is gonna sound like a negative. Okay. But this is the slowest of all of the eight to me. This is the one where the time seemed to go by a little bit slower, but that's not technically a huge negative. No, that was great for me, personally. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Because all of these movies are about an hour and 20 minutes. Yep. An hour and 15 to an hour and 20. Correct. This one felt like a full-length movie. Mm-hmm. It's, again, that sounds like a negative, because the middle of this movie really kind of starts to drag on for me. Yeah. But no, it's still really good. Well, and every second of this movie is compelling to me. You know, every second yeah. of it feels earned, as opposed to, let's say, Alice in Wonderland, that whole walrus scene dragged for me, personally. Yeah, and then in Cinderella, as great as the scene is, there's a good 10 minutes that aren't even devoted to the main character. Correct, yes. So this one, every single thing is important. Pacing is perfect in this movie. Great pacing. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know if realistic's the great greatest word because there's talking dogs. <laughs> but this is a very realistic story. Um, um, it's a more grounded story. Exactly. Yeah. It starts with a very common problem with not getting as much attention because a new member of your family is going to come yeah yeah it's a very common thing and i'm glad that they enjoyed it in this movie and it's a really great way to kick it off yeah um yeah so go okay so yeah 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 i let's start with first um i love the foreshadowing in this movie with um i mean it's not really foreshadowing as much but um, we get the rat at the be- It's more like Chekhov's gun, I guess, but oh, the rat at the beginning. Got it, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. I love that. That was awesome. And I liked I liked this because I remembered it wrong. It had been a long time since I watched Lady and Tramp. Okay, so... Sorry. Lady actually loves the baby. Yeah. She's protective of the baby. Yeah, she does. I remember the baby being a lot more of a problem. Me too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But I... We had like a Mandela effect. We really did. I remember the baby being a big problem. Yeah, and she is. She does like the baby. Yeah. Um, so it genuinely just warmed my heart to see her love her. Um, you know what I don't love? The ant. <laughs> I hate the ant. Yeah, no kidding. What? Everything happens because of her. Very true. Which... there wouldn't, But there wouldn't be a movie without her. There wouldn't be, but... Would life have ne- necessarily been negative for any of them if any of this had happened? I mean... Yeah. I forget his name, but the Tramp liked his life. I think the Tramp's name is literally Tramp. Is it? Okay, I thought I so, so, but I didn't want to just call him names. <laughs> um, but the Tramp loves his life. Exactly. Lady loves her life. They both, yeah. Yeah. They're both just happy dogs. But I am glad that we got a movie in this. Um, Me too. It's, it's a really cute love story. Uh, we get another great setting, a really beautiful city setting, in my yes. opinion. I love the city. Um. On the note of the ant, we have to address it again. There is, unfortunately, more negative depictions, um, stereotypical offensive depictions of people of Asian descent, unfortunately. Again, not good, never good. I had to address it. It's just, it's kind of, it's hard because it happens so much in some of these 
older Disney movies. This one really, this one really bugs me because it's like it, it, like it did nothing. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, it in doesn't. Peter Pan, it kind of, sort of. It's genuinely part of the plot. Yeah, right. uh, um, Tiger Lily gets kidnapped. Exactly, it's part of the plot. And this one is just kind of like, was that necessary? No, those they they did not need to be depicted that way. They could have just been mean cats, but instead we depict them in very negative, stereotypical ways. Yeah. So this one irks me a little bit more, but uh, still a pretty good scene with the cats, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard to look past that. Yeah. Okay, but yes, I love the setting. Yes. Okay, back to the setting. Sorry, I cut I cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. No, I, I love the city setting again. Great colors and animation. Sound <laughs> like a robot, but it's hard not to talk about that stuff when it comes to Disney. And beautiful depiction of I imagine like 1920s. No, no, even earlier. I feel around there. Yeah, yeah, but beautiful depiction. Mm -hmm. um, they did a great job. I love it. Perfect setting. I don't know if this was based on anything, but if it wasn't, what a perfect place to. I'm not sure. Also, the sound design, like the sound of the cars going by. And yes, stuff, that's great. Love that. I know it sounds like a s small thing to like about the movie, but it just brings me into it. No, sound design is important. Uh, th uh, there's some great chases. Mm -hmm. I love some of the chases. They're yes. great. Um, the <laughs> the beaver's hilarious. <laughs> the whistling beaver. I love that guy. 66%, eh? <laughs> I love that whole scene. I don't. I had to put that as a positive. Yeah. He's great. He's so fun. They could have... Again, an hour and 16 minutes. They could have just literally... He could have bit it off if he needed to. Yeah. The, uh, the muzzle. It's just great because we got the scene with the beaver. And with it was, the whistling beaver. Love that guy. It was... Yeah. It's so funny. I had to put that in. Um, Let's see. <laughs> I just kind of got caught in this movie because I, I stopped taking notes for some reason. Look how much notes I took. Yeah, you and I, relatively speaking, I think we took about the same right. notes. Yeah. Because you just get so into it. I you do. just so into this one. I forgot to write so many things I liked and didn't like. So uh, let's talk about the ending. I know we kind of sped through that. Oh, um. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. The iconic spaghetti scene. Oh, okay. Yes, we can I, talk about that. I do love when they're kind of going through the town and he's showing her around. Yes. Um... That's good stuff. Yeah. You get to see more of their personalities. One's shy, one's not. Mm -hmm. It's really great stuff. Uh, the music, the the Italian music that's going on during mm -hmm. that scene is really great. Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of the song, but it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, it's very much just kind of simple. Yeah. It's a simple but effective scene. In a my simple, opinion. cute, beautiful scene. Which, it's not even my favorite scene, so I always find it... Yeah. I always find it kind of odd that that's the scene everyone gravitates towards and thinks of when they think of this movie. I think it grabs the essence of the movie is why, but... Yeah. I agree. But I get you. Um, and then, after that, not long after that, the conflict arises. Right. Um, which is, Tramp accidentally gets Lady um, captured by the Pound. Um, and then we learn that... Um, Tramp has hung out with a lot of other female dogs, and Lady lets go, she's mad at him, um, and he redeems himself by saving the baby from the rat. Yep. 
And again, once the story, just like with all of these, once the story starts and kicks in and you can see where the conflict is going, it's really hard to not like these movies. Mm -hmm. There's just so much to like. That was my favorite scene was uh, when he comes to save the baby. Oh, that's great stuff. That's my favorite scene. They're all mad at him and he's just like, oh, I have to save this baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great stuff. The mouse, the, not the mouse, the rat is very, very scary. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, uh, I'd like to think someone watched Cinderella and was like, hmm, what if we made it horrifying? <laughs> what if we made it? What if those things weren't cute and funny? What if they were monsters? Actual demons with no personality. Exactly. Yeah. So I love that scene. You know, it's like so much emotion. It's so much is happening. You're like, please save the baby. And then they and then they forgive him. Yeah. Everyone forgives him. And then we have Christmas time. And I love this scene. I have to talk about it. When, what is his name? Um, Doc? The, the Basset Hound. I think so. That sounds right. I'm going to call him Doc. I feel like that's wrong, but I'm going to call him that. Um, he meets the kids. And he starts telling his story. And he's like, oh, I've told the story already, haven't I? Because everyone's like, tell them that. Like, hey, you've told us that already. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we haven't heard it before. And he just forgets what the story was because he's never got to talk about it in and like he ages. He just gets so happy. Yeah, that's great stuff. I, what a cute movie! I loved it. I like the puppies. Me too. End. Yeah, in the Christmas setting, it's a good, it's a good ending. I think so. Yeah. Again, another movie where there's just a lot of emotions. There's, there's action, action. Yeah, and a love story and cute animals. It's it's Disney. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I also. Kind of a side note, I really like the remake quite a bit. I know that's one people are mixed on. The live-action one? The live-action remake. Mm. But it's one I really like, so small, little detour. Okay. But I like it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, what did you rate this bad boy? So, I feel like they're all around the same score for me. This is another 88, so literally tied with... So, exactly tied with Peter. Really? Brown. Yeah. I... This movie was so charming. It would be a 98 if not for a glaring problem. Um... But 95. Wow. I love it. So I loved so it. So round it up to a 10 out of 10. More or less, yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you liked it that I much. I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm really glad you liked it. It's one that maybe my score will even higher, even though I've seen it so much more times, because you've just brought up more positives to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great story. I really like this one. So yeah, I've had two 88s and an 87 so far. Okay. And, you know, a 90, so they're all around the same, literally the same score. All of these are hits. Exactly. Which, thank goodness, compared to last time. I know. These are all just such great movies. So let's take a quick break. For you guys, it'll be half a second, hopefully. Uh, Approximately 15 seconds. Got it. Yes. So, yeah. Enjoy. We'll be back. We're back. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Nice. Sorry. But we are back. Yes. And we're ready to talk about Sleeping Beauty. You seem to have some strong opinions about this. Uh, not as strong as you would think. I okay. like this movie. Okay. Re- oh, you do like I, it. I really do like it. Okay. It's just frustrating a little bit. Okay. Because it's so similar to so many things we've seen. Yeah. But I do like quite a bit about it. So I'll, I'll go somewhat chronologically and talk about things I both do and don't like. Okay. Um, 
So again, I like noticing these small things. This is the only Disney movie out of all of these that's not RKO Pictures. This one is Buena Vista Pictures. Actually, I think Lady and the Tramp was Buena oh, Vista. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, okay. But I made I noticed Dang. that it's no longer RKO, it's Buena Vista, yep. which is interesting. That is very I yeah. I sorry. Maybe from this one on there, Buena Vista, but this is the first time I noticed it was an RKO. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, I thought that was interesting. It, that, yeah, it was cool. Disney has, I mean, not surprising, but Disney has survived longer than RKO. Right. That just was cool to me. Exactly. I think it's super cool anyway. Um, another book opening. Which, I, I made this note. Someone had to make these books. Yeah. I didn't think about that till this time around. Someone made real live-action books. Yeah. Which... Which probably only have, like, two pages in it. Which probably, yeah. For, yeah. But it's okay. Uh, again, this one... I do have quite a bit of thoughts on this. You're right. Um, it's an interesting story concept. We'll start there. Um, one of my f biggest positives is it's a different animation style. Yes. I love the look of the backgrounds in this one this, so much. I love... They took a very different, a little more angular artistic style to all the characters, and I loved it. It looks really great. So You can good. tell it's different. Yes. It's more like, it kind of feels like they're on a matte painting. Yeah. Instead of blending in as the same as the background. Mm -hmm. They look different than the background. Yeah. And it just gives it this more like film-like look, almost like Mary Poppins-like look. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's uh, one of my favorite parts of this movie. It, and this one really stepped away from trying to be, like, realistic, mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. Uh, with a lot of things. And, you know, that lack of realism really blended well with this is a fairy tale. Gives it a lot of charm. It Yeah, I really love that. As you know, I love movies that are visually weird. Yeah. And stuff. Those are my favorite types of movies. This was, this probably was my favorite um, artistically. Me too. I, Beautiful. I had, I had to write that down. I like the colors quite a bit. Like, they pop in this one. They do. More. Um, but then, um, some of the negatives, this is Snow White 2.0 to me. There's way too many similarities. It feels way too familiar. Um, I do like how, I do like the f addition of the fairies a little bit. I'm mixed on them. The, mm, yeah. I'm very mixed on them. And a lot of the plot that happens is around them because they don't follow their own rules. Yeah. That part made me frustrated. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your thoughts? We've talked a lot about my thoughts. What are my thoughts? Okay. Um, is this one you... Oh, by the way, this is the one of the only ones I hadn't seen. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I watched it me neither. The, I watched it for the first time for this podcast. Me as well. Yes. I had never seen this one before, and I didn't grow up with it. I didn't even remember the princess's name, which is Aurora. Aurora. Yes. Okay. My thoughts. Um... How do I how do I want to start this? Um, already uh, sold on it just because of the unique and different art style that they took um, when addressing this one. Yeah, I love to, that. It's hard to ignore. Yeah. yeah. Um, for every major pro that it has, which I think it has a lot, I do feel like it has major cons. Me too. The fairies, I feel, overstay their welcome. Again, I'm mixed on them. Yeah, I like a lot of what they do. They have clear motivations. Mm -hmm. They're, They're very just, cool characters, like, cool characteristics. Right. They're just a little bit... I don't know, quite know the word. You put it in a great way. They overstay their welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I understand their motivations, but I'm just not really a fan. Their dialogue's awkward. 
they have very awkward dialogue. They don't feel like three people that are like friends. I mean, I guess they're not inherently friends. They're not but, technically f- friends, I say. But yeah, it's just awkward. The best part is when they are kind of bickering. Yeah, to me. True. So I do like yeah. Um, one of the fairies stands out more than the other two. I forget her name. Um, the one in blue. Yeah, the one yeah. who has a longer name than the other two. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. I didn't write the names. I should have. I should have too, because I don't remember any of their names, unfortunately. Um, one of them's a savage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember the part where the blue one is inside of the dress and she goes, "It looks awful," and the other one goes, "That's because you're." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. This is where jokes start to actually feel like jokes yeah. as well. Many Disney movies before this were like funny just because. They're kind of weird now. Exactly. That, that's exactly yeah. the point. But this one got a good giggle out of me. Yeah. Yes. That was great stuff. Um, again, she sings to the animals. There's a prince that's kind of boring. I will say... That I, whole middle part was just rough for me. I find Princess Aurora to be less captivating than Cinderella and even Snow White. Yes, she's definitely more of the more... She's more one-dimensional. Yes, she's more blah than yeah. the other two. Not that she's a bad princess. No. In, by any means. Um, she's also supposed to be a kid, and she doesn't act like a kid. Nah. Um, what, she turned 16? Yeah, she's yeah. turning six. So she's 15 during the movie, technically. Um, but I do, I kind of like the parts where she sings with the animals. Um, I like the part where they're kind of being goofy and dressing up like the prince. Oh, here's... This was another part that made me laugh when she um, was talking about the meeting with this guy and the animals keep getting more excited and they lean in and she's like, and then I woke up. That made me laugh really hard, actually. That, yes, which is a big part of their uh, chemistry in this movie is that they both feel like they met each other in a dream, even though they met when they, I feel like the prince would, uh, I guess he wouldn't remember because she was a baby. She was a baby, yeah. So neither would remember each other. So they feel like it's a dream. That's kind of interesting. The most interesting part is that they have to meet each other and they don't know that they have to meet each other. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, yeah. He thinks that she, that he just met someone who's not the princess. So that made him sad. She thinks she has to go meet the prince, even though she already did. So that makes her sad. That's the most captivating part for me. Mm -hmm, I like that part of the story. But again, oh, I also like the horse. I like the horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, and my two favorite characters in this, um, the prince, oddly enough, I actually really like him. I think he's cool. Maleficent. Yes. Yes. I, um, I was saving Maleficent, so I'm glad you brought her up. Okay. Easily the best part of this movie. Absolutely. She literally walks in and she's like, hey, you forgot to invite me. And they're like, well, you weren't invited. She's like, mm, see, that's a problem. Mm, you're dead. <laughs> mm, you want a daughter? Psych. You want to not invite me? I'm going to invite your daughter to death. <laughs> I'm going to invite her to death. Join hell on your 16th birthday. Yeah. I, I love that Like the word hell can just be thrown around in a, in a movie like this back then. I thought that was so funny. But, but no, I love Maleficent. Look, she's probably the best part of this whole movie. She's got, a again, great voice acting. Really creepy. Um... But again, she feels slightly familiar. She feels like the char- the same evil character in Snow White. The witch from Snow White. Yeah. See, I, she, 
She feels like it, but she feels like a better version to me. Well, she is a better version. Yeah. I'm, again, I still think she's the best part of this movie, a movie yeah. I really like. But again, there's still that familiarity yeah. between this and Snow White. Um, Would you say that's the major problem with this for you, is that it just seems like Snow White? That is probably my biggest problem. Yeah, that's fair. Um, now that I think about it, I actually do like the prince quite a bit more here than in Snow White, but I still don't think he's like a super great character. I thought he was fun and funny. Yeah, he, no, he's funny. He definitely hits the best joke, which is when he's trying to convince his dad that he's, you know, hey, I, I'm marrying someone that you haven't approved of. And he's like, come on, dad, wake up. It's the 14th century. <laughs> best joke. That's a great joke. That joke has aged well. You're right. He's, he's got charisma. He, yeah. He's great. As opposed to Prince Charming and Snow White, who is a poorly drawn character, and that's his highlight. Yeah, exactly. Um, but again, a common theme with these movies, the last 15 minutes are really exciting. Yes. So, okay, so the third gift worked, uh, and she fell asleep instead of died. Oh yeah, the three gifts, what were the three gifts that they gave to her? Um, one was beauty, one was sleeping... Sorry. Yes, one was sleeping. One was beauty, one was good singing, and one was she would sleep and not die. It, it, yeah. Uh, in, yeah. Maleficent placed a curse on her, and the third gift was, instead of dying, she would simply fall asleep. Right. Yeah. Um, which, on the note of the fairies, um, Aurora falls asleep, and to save themselves, they're like, you know what? Mass genocide. We're gonna... Yeah, you no, know, basically, everyone is gonna fall asleep until we can fix this. Bibbity boppity everyone's asleep. Sweet dreams. But then they get, uh, somehow they get the king to talk more after he gets put to, uh, put to sleep. And they find out that that was the prince that she met. And so that's how they're able to solve it. Right, right, yeah. But again, once... <laughs> this sounds so mean to the character. Once Sleeping Beauty is asleep and not in the movie, the movie gets so much better. Yeah. I and mean, yeah. Exciting. I mean, Maleficent turning into a dragon, that's another Disney magic type yes. scene for me. And just really scary for a kid's movie and exciting. Which, and what a brilliant choice to make the fire green. Because not only does it match her color motif, but it makes it distinct. It's it not just another so dragon. You know so this great. is Maleficent. Exactly. So good. Yeah, there's no confusion that this is the same person. Brilliant. I love it. Really great stuff. Um, another iconic... Disney moment is when the kiss happens, obviously. Mm -hmm. And that's about all I have to say about this movie. I would I would say the kiss in Snow White was more iconic. To me, the, the iconic Disney moment of this movie is the dance where they keep changing the dress color. Yes. That's the, so the very Halloween movie very much. The ends. literal end, yeah. Uh, I, I guess Fighting Maleficent, too, but that's yeah. what I think of. I think Fighting Maleficent was the best part. Yes. Here's a magic sword and shield. That's just so cool to me. Yeah. Um... But yes, they're like blue, pink, blue, pink. Yeah, yeah. That's really, it's a good ending. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I like that. They're still bickering. She's too happy to even notice. Right. It's good stuff. I also, I had to like just kind of make mental note of it. Sleeping Beauty is the fairy tale that Shrek t pokes the most fun at. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Like saving the sleeping princess from the dragon. Literally, it takes quite a bit from it. Yeah. Um... So yeah, a lot of this is pretty awesome. It's just the familiarity brings it down for me. Right. I think that bothered me a lot less than it. It seems like it bothered you, personally. but yeah, probably. Because yeah. so, I rated this quite high. Did you? 93. 
Oh, wow. That is very high. I went 85 with this one. So You're the lo- lowest so lowest far. Lowest so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's a movie I liked, and it's probably what I'll watch again. I would watch, if nothing else, because it the art style is I so good. Style. The art style is great. And then moving on to, what are we moving on to? 101 Dalmatians. Yes! Oh, I started to get bummed for a second there. Okay, 101 Dalmatians. Wow, this was so good. Yeah. I'd never seen 101 Dalmatians before. Oh, you hadn't? Yes. This is probably the one that people like the most. I actually know that because I wrote all the critics' scores. Okay. Um, Finally, we get an introduction that isn't a storybook and um, um, dated music, outdated music. It is a cool jazz piece. It, exactly. Yeah. It, it's just so different right from the start. Yeah. Uh, Even different to Lady and Tramp, which is probably what you compare it to, dogs. Right. Um, and you can just tell, you can slightly tell that it's the diff. Where am I going with this? You said that Lady and the Tramp was, in fact, Buena Vista, because the animation of the dogs look very different in this than in Lady and the Tramp. Yes. It's almost more like the matte look than the... It resembles Sleeping Beauty more than Lady and the Tramp. Yes, Yes, it does. Right, right. And I love it. I love the look of this movie. Me too. Um, Over-exaggerated. Yeah, Yeah, yes. And I love, like, the artistic choices, like, at the beginning where, like, there's the matchups where the humans look the same as the dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's such good stuff. I love it. Yes. Um, I'm gonna make you a little mad. Okay. Uh... This is probably my least favorite one so far. Really now? Because you seem to like it right off the bat. I do like so much about this movie. Okay. I just, I never grew up with this one, just Mm -hmm. like Sleeping Beauty. And I don't like, even as just a plain antagonist, I do not like the character of Cruella. Mm, You don't like her? Like she's just a bad character? Correct. Which is a very, very unpopular. They made a live-action movie about it. Yeah. Um, to me, it's like having the queen in the whole movie. Like, the queen from Alice in Wonderland in the whole movie. And it takes the movie back quite a bit from me. I'm not going to deny how iconic she is. Uh-huh. She's very iconic. I know that. Um, I just get frustrated with her and the burglars. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I sound so cynical, but... See, and I get... I. For me, this is my personal experience with it. I was frustrated, but because I was frustrated with her actions. Right, because you're supposed to be. Yeah. The queen was, to me, the queen from Alice in Wonderland had no motivation. So she just was a a literal bad character. At least Cruella was pure evil. You know, she was pure evil with a motive behind being pure evil. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm I'm going to give this a very positive score. I really like this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. But again, it's just hard to, it's hard for me to get captivated in the story when I'm so focused on some of the negative aspects of those characters. Yeah. Um, Why don't we keep on the roll with the, the negative and then we'll go on the positive since we're here already, just to make that note. That's my only negative. Oh, that was your only negative? Literally, really? I really like this. Again, I'm giving all of these movies great scores. This is just barely, barely the lowest so far. Yes. Because I, I okay, I don't hate Cruella. I'm just not as behind her motivations as most people. That's fair. Yeah, which I, yeah, because it's genuinely just so evil. It's she wants to kill dogs for a coat. Exactly. So yeah, it's understandable okay, that to sounds, hate her. That sounds so 
mean, especially since a lot of you will be offended that I said Cruella is not one of my favorite Disney villains. Yeah. She's probably my second least favorite one we've seen so far behind the one in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Um, which I know sounds so mean. Maybe I should watch the Emma movie. I don't know. I do want to watch that one. I kind of do. I don't really, but it's got good reviews, so I might want to go see I just really like Emma Stone. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my negative, is that I'm just not as behind the character as most people. Right, okay. I know I know how that sounds, but I can't help how my brain works. No, I get you. Yeah, totally. It's also just... <clears throat> it's. It's not as exciting as some of the other ones, like Peter oh. Pan and Alice in Wonderland. Lady and Tramp, yeah. When we do get the, like, air quotes, action scenes, the chase, the car chase scenes, and some of the scenes where Cruella's trying to get the Dalmatians and the burglars, that's actually really, really exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's so fun to see. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to, from now on, I'm just going to rave about how much I love this movie. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, again... I know it's not as exciting, but there are good chunks of this movie that really are mm -hmm. to me. Yes. Um, so I know you really love it. I loved this movie. Go ahead and I'll bounce off of some of your ideas. So I loved it in just the characterizations. I loved uh, Pongo. Mm -hmm. um, I loved Roger. Do you love Lucky? Lucky? Of course I love Lucky. That was a joke. I know everyone loves Lucky. Okay, yeah. <laughs> of course I do. Yeah, oh, Pongo too. He's, he's really great. Yeah. Um, again... Another one where the voice acting was really good to me. So good, yeah. Um, he's not the most motivated character at the beginning. I know he's trying to find love. I mean, yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone can relate to that. Um, but really, once the the plot gets going with Cruella and stuff, that's where I really start to love the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's for, good stuff. You you are introduced to a interesting, like uh, um, a funny mildly compelling character and then you kind of see him he builds up as a he grows as a father figure yes he does yeah and that's really great to see again i like this movie i know I sounded yeah, so yeah, yeah. cynical at the beginning uh but it's a cute story yeah. another one of those cute stories um it ends with a really well animated car chase in my opinion you loved that car chase thank you it was really good i love that scene so much yeah um yeah. For a movie where I know everything is going to go okay, I really was gripping the edge of my seat, no, though. it gets intense. You feel it. a second, yeah. Uh, again, a lot of that is because of uh, just people love dogs, and you don't want to see them of course get not. captured. Um, yeah, it's just cute. Yeah. I, I hate saying that word so much with Disney movies because it's obvious. But yeah. I do like this one quite a bit. Um, what's another, do you have any more positives to talk about? More positive to talk about. Um, let's see. So. What, what did you write uh, there? Cruella is what? Um, I put, I put Cruella sucks. <laughs> Cause she, she's, she's, I think she's the true. No, she's definitely not the tr first true pure evil. Definitely not. No, but, but she's, she, yeah, she's very evil. She's definitely the most unlikable. Mm -hmm. Um, which you're supposed to, you're not supposed to like her. Exactly. Which falls into probably my only true complaint of this movie. She doesn't get enough. There's not enough punishment. What happens is she loses. She doesn't go to jail. She's not arrested. Anything. No, they never arrest her. 
I'm still having a Mandela effect right now, even just watching after just watching the movie. She doesn't go to jail. No, they no no no. Remember, they are off the edge. She's screaming like oh. "you idiots!" and the one like tall thief guy is just like "ah, shut up!" and that's it. That's the end of it. Wow. She's never. That is no, my one right. complaint. Is you're she's right. there's not enough um punishment for her. Good points. No, there's not. Yeah. Wow, that even adds to my negative about the character again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's my only true negative. So I hope people don't hate me because I know Cruella is a really loved villain and she got her own movie. Yeah. yeah. It's just my biggest negative. This is an 81 for me. And this is a 98 for me. Oh my, almost a perfect movie. So, I just... I Everyone was just so fun and cool. And it just was a... Like, the puppies were cute but they ha they also had character to them you know and i just really liked it i liked it quite a bit too. i think this I one i could relate to a lot of it i felt the disney magic in this one i'm glad you did a lot this was a watch for the first time you said it was wow that's awesome yeah uh, so, so yeah again i haven't given a negative i'm not gonna give a single negative review to any of these yeah uh so i hope People don't take away that I hated this movie because I gave it an 81, which is a B. I gave this movie a B. I yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now. <laughs> now we're going to talk about the uh, um, black sheep of the family of this era, the Silver Age era, which is the sword and the stone. Okay. Uh, let's start on a positive. This is the best storybook so far. Mm -hmm. that, that, this is the best one so far. No, you're right. It is. Um, was cool art style and um, a musical piece as opposed to just being read or you have to read it yourself. Exactly. So No, I like that. It's it's a decent way to start this. The animation is great, as always. Um, that's it for my positives for the whole movie. Yeah, honestly. I'm not kidding. No, no, no. Yeah, I... Which is funny because I don't rate this bad. I don't rate this too bad either, but I'm going to talk about... I'm going to like do a wrap up at the end as to why the score is not lower because I'm going to really hate on this movie. Yeah, me too. For a little bit. Me too. Um, there's way too much turning into things for me. That's all this movie is. Yeah, exactly. Hey, look, I'm a fish. I'm a bird. I'm a squirrel. I'm a squirrel. Yeah. I want to... Can't say that in front of kids. <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. Let's... let's we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, um, but there's just way too much of... I thought this was gonna... A lot of this was expectation versus reality. I thought this was gonna be straight up an animated version of the King Arthur tale. It's not! And not just, uh, you know, repetitive lessons of Merlin teaching... I mean, the things that he's teaching him are useful, especially to kids back then. Yeah. But not to the audience. Right. The audience already knows so much of this. Well... And it's just so repetitive. And especially when, yeah, when it's repetitive. When it's just... This feels, I don't know. This is the mon. This is like the middle piece of the montage of a movie, you know. But the whole movie. But this is the whole movie. Literally, almost the whole movie. Yeah. Um, and there's too much squirrel love. I have to say it. Yes. Yeah. There's that that scene goes much, on way too, too long. Too much goes into that. I'm like, oh my god, is this for kids? So for yeah, so people who haven't watched it, um, the whole thing is Merlin is trying to, uh, train train Arthur. I don't think he even knows that this is going to be... No, he knows this is going to be King Arthur. No, he knows. And but, he's trying to teach him things that so he's smart enough to be king, pretty yes. much. Um, um, one of the lessons involves them turning into squirrels. 
And there's this whole, like, oh no, female squirrels have confused us with real squirrels. Yeah, that's it. And it's really weird. And, and it happens. Yeah, and it happens. Movie. <laughs> it happens. In this kid's movie that acts kind of like an educational film. A bit. Because yeah. it's so in your face. Exactly. Um, also, I Merlin's thing about traveling in time, that overstays its welcome, too, for me. So much overstays its welcome. That but joke you're was, right. That was literally shouldn't have even been in there. And you're right. Were you going to say that it's just literally just set up for a joke? It's all, yeah, yeah. It should have been introduced once and maybe at the end. And it's, yeah. No. I don't get what they were going for. This is also the longest one, by the way. This Which is, is really unfortunate. It shouldn't have been the longest one. No. There's just... Okay, so let's talk about the tournament real quick. The tournament setup was useless. I feel like this would have been the same movie if there wasn't... You gotta do this tournament. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be honest. What tournament? The one that his brother's in? Yeah. At the end? The one with... Uh, is it K? I think his brother's name is K, yeah. K, yeah, yeah. K's doing the tournament. See, you even almost forgot. Yeah. That should have been a huge part of this movie, and it yeah, just feels yeah. useless. Um, and everything resolves way too fast. Yeah. The, the ending is not an ending. Exactly. Uh, okay. So this is supposed... This movie is called The Sword in the Stone, and the sword is relevant at the beginning and at the very end. Yes. And so it just resolves so fast. He pulls it out, and... he He's... He's dubbed king. He doesn't like it. Merlin comes around from uh, uh, Bermuda, by the way. Cause so he, random. Because he traveled to Bermuda. Um, and he was like, hey, you're you're going to be a good king. And he's like, and King Arthur's like, you know what? You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It'll be good. Um, but then uh, the loser looks at <laughs> K. K's a loser. Kay, Kay's a, yeah, Kay's a huge loser in this. Kay looks at him and goes, you know what? That's the sword. You're the king. And he's like, prove it. <laughs> it was so random. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, so they put... <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna die talking about this movie. It's frustrating. So they put the sword back in. Yes. So Kay can try to prove that he's not king and try to pull it out. And then Arthur pulls it out. And then the movie ends. <laughs> yep. That's accurate. Yep. So yeah, I'm. This movie doesn't. For being the longest, it doesn't do anything with the characters. No, I doesn't. don't care. I don't buy that this is King Arthur. I don't care. Exactly. It might as well not have been King Arthur. It, yeah, it wasn't. I. They should have made this like an hour and ten minutes. Took everything about King Arthur out and just made it an educational film about people turning into things. Yeah, I probably would have given it the same score. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably would have enjoyed watching it a little bit more, though. Probably. Yeah. Also, lack of love interest was kind of weird. I know I'm always complaining about love interests. Um, yeah. Was there even a love interest in this movie? The, the squirrel. <laughs> okay, so there's no love interest. <laughs> no, no, no. no there so I'm going to talk about why I didn't give this a negative score. Yeah. Uh, I like the final scene where Merlin returns. That's probably the best scene. And although it frustrates me, I can still feel a little Disney magic. Yeah. Know? Because of the magic that's in this movie. The animation's great. Some of the things that they turn into are kind of interesting. Yeah. So as a movie, it's I'm going to give it a positive score. But as a Disney 
animated movie, this is a very low score for what I'm expecting. You get done watching Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, um, 101 Dalmatians, and then into this. And it's just, it just feels on a completely different level. No. I hate to patch on this movie so much. This would have been the best movie of the previous era. Yeah. No. no, Probably second best. Actually, yeah, never mind. No. Which is, wow, that's really sad. Um, But yeah, it's it's actually not as bad as we just made it sound. Because at least it it goes by somewhat quickly. It's kind of entertaining. You know what I mean? I don't hate watching it. Right. But there's just so much negatives to talk about. Let me give it a quick positive, because I forgot that I actually really like this. I do like the final fight scene between Merlin and uh, the witch, which I forget her name. Yeah. I think that that's actually a good use of the transformation. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. the last, mm, like, five minutes or so are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of forgot to include that as well. But I... And the reason... I, I imagine the reason you forgot to is because it's so overwhelmingly, like, bad everything else exactly it overshadows that actually pretty good scene yeah this just doesn't feel like disney to me i mean it does it feels like disney it just it it feels like a misstep in disney yeah there's a reason not many people talk about it yeah but again if you grew up with it i'm sure many people really love this movie i'm just having the thought can we have another like I, i have another mandela effect with this movie okay in the when it comes to the moment of taking the sword out of stone what i remember him walking up a decent amount of steps and he's in like a back uh background black background there we go to pull the sword out of the stone yeah i i don't have that one no okay darn i I remember how it was okay but did you just say unfortunately yes nice yeah (laughs) honestly i wish i was on the same page as you so I have seen this before this, but I was an adult. I had to watch it in school when mm. we were learning about King Arthur. Right. Is when I first watched it when I was in high school. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. You were shown this movie while talking about King Arthur? That probably helped with my hate of this movie. Okay, not hate. <laughs> my, not, my not love of this movie was well, because of how we were learning about King Arthur and I had to watch people transform into things for an hour and a half. Well, yeah, when you're talking about the actually really cool history and backstory of one of the greatest figures in uh, fictional history of all of human history, then you watch this. Yep. Did you know Merlin went to Bermuda? That's funny. I should have wrote that in my essay. (laughs) (laughs) And Merlin went to Bermuda. (laughs) She would have killed you. (laughs) This is a 61 for me, so still on the positive side. Uh, but not great. 78 for me. Yeah. So better than Pinocchio. <laughs> I'm never gonna let you hear the end of that. I'm not gonna lie, what did I rate Pinocchio again? 72. <laughs> I'm never gonna let you hear the end of that. Listen, I... I'm gonna be honest, I probably would put this in before Pinocchio. And not, I'm not saying Pinocchio's bad. It's just, it's not rewatchable. If I, if I could hit you with a giant wooden nose right now... Red. <laughs> That is the best way I've ever been insulted in my whole life. I'm sorry I insulted you. That wasn't the point. That's okay. I'm glad it happened. So we're on to the last movie. Okay, yes. Okay, a good movie now. Such a great movie. Jungle Book is so good. I love Jungle Book. Jungle Book is amazing. 
This is probably the coolest and most exciting story. Yeah. Of all of them, to me, at least. Most diverse, like, um, of it. There's so many great characters. Yes. So usually in some of these Disney's there's Disney movies, there's one standout character. To me, there's like five in this one. I I love all the characters. I no, literally. Yeah. This movie, it doesn't have a weak spot when it comes to characters. No. And uh, each character gives off the emotion that they're supposed to, whether it's to scare you, make you laugh, make you feel a certain way. All of them do that perfectly. I agree. Yep. Um. Let's first talk about Mowgli. Mowgli. Again, way too brave. Yeah, Mowgli's a tough kid. Another way too brave Disney character. Uh, makes him slightly not relatable. Yeah, I can't see myself going up against a tiger at any age, so yeah. good for him. Yeah, exactly. He's carefree, kind of. Mm. Well, I yeah, I'd say he's carefree. He's, he's kind of carefree, yeah. at least at the beginning. Um... Let's talk about uh, Bagheera, who's great. Probably my favorite character. My favorite character, Because probably. I love the way he clashes with literally everything else. Exactly. He's one of my favorite Disney characters. He's yeah. just so protective. He has clear motivation. There's one thing I don't really like about him, and that comes later. Okay. Uh, which is where they fight for literally almost no reason. Him and Mowgli. Which leads to him meeting Baloo. Ah, uh, yeah. And it just felt out of place for that character to me. Okay, right. So I guess we don't need to bring it up later. I brought it up. Okay. Now. Yeah, I guess. A, um, he definitely comes off as a character that could handle almost any obnoxious actions, and then he just quickly is annoyed, which is fair. Yeah, yes, that's fair. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're dealing with a little kid. Because plot. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love Akila, uh, the wolf leader. The wolf leader. Okay. Very great character. Um, while we're on the wolves, can I say something real quick? Yeah. And this is not a problem with Jungle Book, the animated movie. This is... Um, for me personally, um, um, a problem with every Jungle Book adaptation, because they're ad adapting a book, um, it just feels weird to me that the wolves more or less just disappear. Yeah, they're literally only important at the beginning. Yeah, which... I was wondering if you were going to feel the same way about that as me. Yeah, which um, would make more sense in the context of a book. To me, it has never worked in any Jungle Book adaptation I've watched. It just right. feels weird. But again, we're adapting a book. Exactly. I haven't read the book. Me neither. So. No. I don't know how much they're in it, but the, they're very unimportant after the first 10 minutes. No. Which is sad. But, like you said, their characterization is clear and really well done. Yeah, exactly. They're, I, I love Akila, honestly. Uh, yeah. Cool character. Um, so, now let's talk about one of my favorite parts of this movie. Um, Dawn Patrol. Yeah. This movie is part of what led to elephants being my favorite animal. Really? Yeah. So oh, that's awesome. If you didn't know animals, uh, animals, elephants are my favorite animal. I went to Thailand to take care of elephants. I have an elephant tattoo. I love elephants so much. This movie is a big part of that. I loved those characters. Funny scene. Not really that relevant to the story. Funny. I love the cute elephants. That's yeah. about all I have to say about it. I, I, I do like the Dawn Patrol. Mm -hmm. I love... <laughs> yeah. All of them are funny. So let's talk about the amazing music real quick. Music is great. The music is so... This is probably the first great musical we've had. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I'd say Cinderella has some really good music, too. Yeah. Um. Music in previous movies have been good. This is the first good musical. Yes. Because everything, like, um, The Bare Necessities, I Want to Be Like You, 
you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Those are the two standouts, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are really great and catchy songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to love Baloo when I was a kid. Because who doesn't? Yeah. Um, I've grown to like the character just slightly less as I grow older. You understand where uh, McDerry... I was avoiding this because I always have a hard time pronouncing it. It's, that's not how it's pronounced. That's how I pronounce it. Okay, but still, I can't. Yeah, yes. but you 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 understand why he's so frustrated frustrated with Baloo. Yeah. Um. Again, so it's him and Baloo on the cover of the movie, like the poster, and yet he's not really one of the most major characters. Baloo. Yeah. No. But he's just in the most famous scene where they've seen Bare Necessities. You can't mention Bare Necessities without starting to sing it. Exactly. It's a it's which so is amazing. Catchy. If you've if you've heard it once, you will start singing it. Even if you don't like it necessarily. It's just that catchy. Exactly. Great piece of music. No, it's really great. Um King Louis pretty odd, but great. King Louis odd, yeah. But again, great. Another character I really like. Right, right. Um now let's talk about my favorite favorite. Um not yet. My s- there's so many great characters. Okay, yes. I love Ka as well. Ka? So creepy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, there's a scene that's way too scary to be a kid's in, to be in a kid's movie where she's hypnotizing him. It's probably the most haunting and iconic scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just um, love it to death. Which part specifically? Um, the first time or the second time? No, where she's like, rock the second time. Yeah, yeah. She's rocking him. That is such great stuff. It is. It really is. And, uh, um... Somehow, uh, Shere Khan comes in and is almost... I'm not. I'm not good. Um, no, that's somehow saves him. Like, somehow saves him? Yeah. Also, Shere Khan is amazing. Yes. So, my favorite favorite is Shere Khan. Yeah. So I was gonna mention him before Cop, but... He's so frightening. Absolutely. And just the... One of my favorite Disney villains, honestly. Yeah. Which... It's unfortunate because he doesn't get any attention. He gets almost the, no attention at all. I feel like he's almost like overshadowed because of Scar. Oh, good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, very similar type of character. Yeah. Uh, still great. Um, it, which leads to the fight with him. The fire animation is really, really that good That scene stuff. is so good. Yes, I loved that whole... Again, all these movies end with exciting stuff yeah which is a lot better than our our previous mention well yes our previous mention and some of the earlier anthology films that could just kind of end in the middle of nowhere yeah and even some of the very early ones didn't have very many exciting things Uh, i would argue that snow white is pretty exciting i'd argue that bambi is pretty exciting yeah um, that's about it for, like, really exciting final 30 minutes. Yes. Jungle Book has another one of those really engaging and exciting final 30 minutes. There's a way it's set up where it's just very claustrophobic feeling. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, Mowgli constantly being chased, and Baloo has Shere Khan by the tail. Um, catch a tiger by the tail. Cool. Um, and he's trying to get both of them, and you just kind of, you just constantly feel like you're at arm's reach of something dangerous, and it's just so I'm glad cool. you brought that up. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. That was really great to look at. Um, again, the animation with this whole movie was really great. Yeah. Um, so this one came out in 1967. 
Wow. Which, um, Sword in the Stone came out in 1963. So this was the biggest jump, and you could tell. Yeah. I think. This one looks like it came out in the 80s to me. It, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one looks really great. A little rough around the edges, but mm. overall, like, yeah, yeah, animation and art style matches the 80s. I love the art style so yeah. much. Um, and also, let's talk about the very ending real quick. I love that he's safe and happy. He is safe, yeah. He's safe and happy with right. his own kind, and it's just... It makes me happy. See, I almost teared up at the ending ending, where Baloo and uh, Bagheera... Bagheera. 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 Yes. Ah, man. It's okay. Literally are singing um, the bare necessities together as we walk through the forest. As they walk away, yeah. I love that. That's so great. That was genuinely almost made me tear up because something about that was just so it's literally a storybook ending it makes everything that just happened yeah feel earned even though there's scenes with monkeys and wolves that don't and elephants that don't really uh, matter i wouldn't say matter but don't really provide much narratively correct yes but again it's a storybook ending that makes most things feel earned and it's really great so yeah. yeah. So what's your what's your score? Um, wait. Can I touch on one more thing real quick? Because I forgot to bring him up. Touch on one more thing. Um, I love the surfer vultures. Oh, Anyways, yes. 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 So go ahead. Ninety two. Hey Ty. Ninety two. Ninety two. Ninety two. Nice. Yes. Finally. But yeah, this is just Disney right here. This yeah. This is such great stuff. Yep. Such good animation. Such good everything. Really. I feel like you say Disney. People think of a few select movies. I feel like Jungle Book is one of them. Uh, yep, exactly. I feel like it's Toy Story, Jungle Book, Lion King are like the top three. Yeah, yep. And maybe some of the princess ones too, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, but yeah. Name off Disney movies. Jungle Book is probably going to be one of the top ones. I would hope so. Yeah. So, we talked about all of them. Yes. Let's get into numbers, because I'm a numbers guy. Okay, yes, yes. I, I actually totally forgot. You've been doing math for us for this one. So, uh, I added one website that's out of 10 uh, on here, so these are a little more accurate. Okay. So, in last place, with a critic score of 7 out of 10, Sword in the Stone. Thank goodness. Not much surprise there. No, I think that's an appropriate score, too. So, that's in fifth place, even though there's eight movies. Lots of ties. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. In fourth place, breaks my heart, kind of, uh, Peter Pan. Oh, in, man. Really? In second to last place. Really? Is yeah. it, does it tie with anything? Nope. Ah, man. It's in second to last. It has a 7.5 out of 10. Weird. So again, I took the Rotten Tomatoes score, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, the IMDb uh, score out of 10, the Letterboxd score out of 5, and multiplied it by 2, and then the Metacritic score. Those okay. Are, those are the five things I did. And so that's how I got an average of 7.5 out of 10. Um, so there's a tie for third place with a score of 7.7, .7, which is Alice in Wonderland and Sleeping Beauty. Hmm. I feel like Peter Pan should be with Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, me too. But again... Uh, but then again, I don't want to put Alice in Wonderland second to last. That doesn't feel right. No, it doesn't. It's they're just all great movies. The Sword and Stone really messes us up. And then standalone at second place is Lady and the Tramp. Okay. And then a three-way tie for first place. Oh, sorry, Lady and the Tramps was seven point nine. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah. barely below because these next three are all eight. Okay. So there's a three-way tie. Three movies have eight out of ten. Cinderella, 
101 Dalmatians Jungle Book. That? Yeah. I like that. I feel, I'm happy with that. Peter Pan's the only one that bumps me out, but. So did you write your ranking? Did I write my, why do I keep forgetting to do this? Um, but I don't feel wishy-washy about this, so what I put, I feel, represents this perfectly. Okay. So, my least favorite, the Sword and Stone. Okay, yes, my number eight is Sword of the Stone. Number eight well. is Sword and Stone, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Gunner. My number seven is 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> oh, man. I'm That's, so sorry. See, I completely understand where you're coming from, though. Yeah. It's just, there's so many great ones. So what's your number seven, technically? My number seven... Would you like to... 89 for Alice in Wonderland. Okay, so Alice in Wonderland is your yeah. second least favorite. Correct, yes. My number... <laughs> my number six is Sleeping Beauty. I think Sleeping Beauty may have been... I think you liked Alice more than Sleeping Beauty, didn't you? I liked Alice more than Sleep Sleeping Beauty, didn't you? No, I like Sleeping oh, Beauty more Sleeping than Be- you yeah, got, yeah. You gave Sleeping Beauty 93. I did, yes. But my number six is Sleeping Beauty, my next one. I actually tied for Peter Pan and Cinderella. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's your six and five? Six and five, yeah. So, yeah. My number five is Cinderella, so I'm about the same in the middle as okay. you. Yeah. Um, so what's your four? My four? Ah, my four is Jungle Book. Okay. Yes. So my four and three are tied. Uh, Lady and the Tramp and Peter Pan. I ended up... Mm. I'm actually going to change what I wrote. Okay. I, I would say I like Lady and the Tramp slightly more than Peter Pan. Okay. But they're, oh. both, they're both an 88 for me. Oh, okay. So they're my four and three. They're really tied for third place. They change. They could change. Yeah, absolutely. Any day. Um, I'm actually going to change back. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. See? So tied. They tied. They're tied. Yeah. Yes. I love them both. So you're three? Which would lead me to Sleeping Beauty at a 93. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, I'm, I'm not surprised... I really dig Sleeping Beauty. But it's, again, it's just a familiarity for me. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my number two is Alice in Wonderland. Okay. What was your score for that one again? A 90. 90? See, my number two was a 95 with Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Yeah, they're both great. Um, wait, where'd you put 101 Dalmatians? Number one, right? Number one, yeah. 98 was a number one. I missed where you put Jungle Book. Jungle Book. That was... Was that your tie? 92. No, that was actually... I feel it doesn't represent how I feel down. in my heart, but it's my um, um, third to last. Okay, yeah, got it. Because my number one's Jungle Book. Your number one is Jungle Book. Yeah. See, putting it in a numerical order does not represent like how I truly feel about it. Got it. Like you know, I think I'm rating I'm rating these based on like as a movie, where I you know how I feel and love these movies right are immeasurable. Exactly. Except for Sword and Stone, that sucks. But no, exactly. It's so hard to rank these ones. Yeah. So your top two ended up being um, one hundred and one Dalmatians and uh, um, Lady and Tramp. That's hilarious. Actually, look at that—the two dog movies. Yeah. So I didn't even put that together. And my top two were completely opposite of you. I got Alice in Wonderland and Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But the thing is. There could be an argument for any of these movies, except for Sword and Stone. Except for Sword and Stone, yeah. But there could be argument, like, your number one is my second least favorite, and I don't blame you at all. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's crazy how good Disney is. You could talk me in, talk to me even a little bit, you could easily change this, I feel. Yeah. No, that's, I'm so glad we got this good of movies. (sighs) Me too. Could you imagine? 
No. If after what we experienced with the post, like the World War era, no. I couldn't have gone through that again. And I probably won't watch any of those movies again. I will. The only one that I would probably watch is the one you really don't like, which is Fun and Fancy Free. I'd watch Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh, yeah. I, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have seen that multiple times. Um, oh, and I guess maybe I'd watch uh, Saludos Amigos. Yeah, okay. So I'd watch Fun and Fancy Free just for the Jack and the Beanstalk section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. These are way better. <laughs> so much better. So I don't even know which movies are in the next era. I don't either, oddly. It's a weird era. The Rescuers. Um, the rescu- I, I know The Rescuers is in there, right? Right, yes. Um, Robin Hood. Robin sure. Hood. So those types of movies. Yeah. I like those ones. They're not... <laughs> they're not on the same level as Silver Age. No. This is truly um, Disney magic right here. That we're not probably going to fully feel on the same level until we get back to the renaissance right um, so could you look up which ones come yeah next? so next we're going into the 70s into the 80s right we are exploring the bronze age got it which That's is gonna bronze consist of like aristic aristocats i haven't seen that um oh i haven't seen aristocats and i i'm curious to see what you think of that okay robin hood the rescuers winnie the pooh Fox and the Hound, The Black Cauldron. Haven't seen The Black Cauldron. The Great... Ooh, that'll be interesting. The Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company. I've seen Oliver and Company, but not Aristocats. I've never seen Oliver and Company. But you've seen Aristocats, so you've seen literally opposite? Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll like Oliver and Company. Okay, I think I will too. But yeah, I'm actually excited for that, because this is the most I haven't seen out of any era, aside from the wartime. Me as well. Um, Also, I feel like we're going to get a lot of variety in this. Me too. I I feel like... All of our squares have been close with all of these ones. I feel like these ones are going to go all over the place. Even with such a diverse um, um, backdrop, all of these have a very similar magical vibe. Yes, they do. Which I feel like we're going to get a lot of different feelings in the next time. Right, because these ones, a lot of these focus on magic. I mean, there's uh, you like the ones that don't focus on magic, which is the dog ones. Oddly enough, yeah. And I love the ones that do have magic, except for Jungle Book. Jungle Book's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be all over the place. Different types of movies all over, which is refreshing. It feels like we're going to have a new experience with each movie. Yes. I mean, there are two that do with animals, but one's at the very beginning, one's at the end. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm excited. Me too. Um, did you want to stick with Disney for the next podcast as well? Or did you want to go back to one of our old ones? I'm good with sticking with Disney. I think I'm good with sticking with Disney, too. All right. So for those of you listening, we're going to continue on to the Bronze Age, hopefully in two weeks. But since we've both been busy, it's likely that it might be three weeks again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get it, too. Disney will be, will keep coming. It's, yeah, it's rough being a college student. Yes, it is. We are always thinking about this. We're always trying, you know, so to get it as soon as possible. Yep, we're trying to fit in these movies whenever we can. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up for me. <sighs> what a what a better experience. Yes, it uh, was so much better. So, just like, like always, anyone who is here listening, joining us, thank you. We appreciate you. Keep being safe out there. I have, once again, and always been Gunner. And this is Sam. Mm-hmm. And if you ever find Peter Pan Shadow, it's not Peter Pan Shadow. It is the dark and evil entity that represents the inevitable doom of your life. And you should be terrified unless you want.
<laughs> You're sold to Lumen Darkness for infinite lifetimes. And this has been Garage Media. Uh-huh.